You're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. It's the Radio 1 91FM breakfast show with Candice. And right now, she's talking to... An incredible sibling duo who have just announced their debut EP as well as their first single from the EP. I'm chatting to Ursha Island on their brand new track. How are you both doing this morning? I'm super good. I'm super excited for today. It's a really big day. <laughs> All so exciting. Now, the track that was released, the audio was released on the 6th of October, and it is called My Mother's Mountains and My Father's Sea, but you have the music video also coming up later today. But first, let's chat about the single. Tell us a little bit about the writing process behind this. Yeah, totally. So My Mother's Mountains and My Father's Sea is part of a wider project called Back to Our Roots EP. Um, and the whole EP is all about us reconnecting with our Chinese whakapapa and understanding what it means to uh, be biracial as well. And My Mother's Mountains and My Father's Sea is an end pump to being biracial. Uh, it's about being mixed race and it talks about My Mother's Mountains, which is our Chinese whakapapa, and My Father's Sea, which is our... Aotearoa kind of New Zealand whakapapa and it's all about the process of coming to terms with our identity and I guess just embracing being biracial. Oh so gorgeous and such like important themes to cover in your music. I know that writing about yourself in that way can be a very vulnerable and a very reflective experience. Did you learn anything about yourself while writing this track that you didn't know before? Yeah, I guess I guess music and writing is my own way of being vulnerable sometimes when I'm not able to be honest with myself. It comes out in the lyrics and the music that I write. So I've definitely learned a lot of things about myself. Um, I think the most important thing I recognize now is that there's still so much more personal growth I need to have in terms of embracing my identity. And there's still so much I need to learn in terms of what it means to be a Chinese New Zealander and many other layers of identity that I'm still exploring. And is that the main theme throughout the EP? Like, what is the vibe of the upcoming EP? Yeah, totally. So the vibe of the upcoming EP is all about what it means to be uh, biracial and Chinese. And it explores lots of different themes in terms of being Chinese, like utilizing Chinese instruments like the guzheng and the erhu, as well as Mandarin lyrics, which actually is the first time that we've written for music. So that's quite daunting. Um, There's a lot of different things we've had to explore in this EP that we haven't done so before. And I think it's really cool to be embracing your whakapapa like that um, in a way through music and art. Exactly. And it's such a special and heartfelt experience when it comes to obviously writing music that's so vulnerable and it's special and it's a very raw experience. And then also exploring yourself within that. I think that that's, it's a very beautiful combination. And I think a combination that Thankfully, we are seeing more and more in New Zealand music these days. When focusing on the sonic elements of this track, did you have any specific direction? Did you match it to the lyrics? How did you go about that? Yeah, I guess um, this specific track we wanted to make as cinematic as possible because um, a lot of our music is quite 
emotional because of the string elements in it. Um, but this specific track has the guzheng in it, which is almost like a a large stringed instrument that you pluck. Um, and it was our first time recording and writing with this instrument, and it was really interesting writing with it. Um, just because it is a new element in our music. And so we kind of focused on making the track, I guess, complement each other in terms of the instrument as well as the music, um, in terms of the melody. And yeah, we just kind of wanted to give a melancholic sound that matched the instrument really well. The incorporation of string elements is so beautiful in music I think and what I have heard before is that the reason that a lot of people sort of stray away from it is because it can be quite tricky to reach the balance of you know empowering the string element and the sound but not drowning it out when it came to the production how did you go about sort of reaching that balance? 100% so I personally have this mentality that the instruments absolutely complement the music no matter what and I think a lot of the times I get shut down by T being like stop it the string instrument is too overpowering you've got to focus on the vocal as well so we kind of balance each other out in that way because T believes in uh, having less strings and I believe in having more strings so I think we end up reaching this nice middle ground of it complementing each other (laughs) (laughs) hey sometimes it's good to like have somebody else to keep you in check you know (laughs) and vice versa (laughs) Yeah. Uh, that sounds so much fun what was the collaboration between the two of you like when writing an EP because that's obviously a massive project in comparison to just you know writing a few singles here and there Mm. yeah I think um, we are a relatively new duo as well Um, my younger sibling and I we haven't actually written together uh, in the same room from scratch until the creation of this EP And it was very confronting because we had to face different childhood elements together. And that was very vulnerable. And we had to talk about issues that we kind of had brushed under the rug in a way um, and tried to move on from. But it was very daunting to have to talk about together. Um, But I think ultimately it was a really amazing exercise to write music together. Um, And it made us realize that we are compatible as songwriters together, even though at the start, there was a lot of resistance because we're such independent musicians in a way. <laughs> and when it came to reflecting on your childhood, like just thinking about the difference between my sister and I, we, you know, no matter if we shared the same experience or not, we kind of have different perspectives on those experiences. Did you find that coming up when writing with them? Yeah, 100%. It's really bizarre how you can grow up with very, very similar childhoods and still, I guess, digest that differently in in yourself, in your Mm -hmm. head, whether it's a different perspective or how you've learned to deal with that specific event or something. It's very different in us. And sometimes that's quite clashing. Sometimes it complements each other. But I think the most important thing is that we can support each other and understand what it means to be in that situation, even if we've reacted differently. Ah, isn't family just gorgeous? (laughs) Can be. (laughs) It can be, yeah, it can be. (laughs) Now, the uh, music video for this single is coming out at midday. I've been lucky enough to have a cheeky wee peek at it just between uh, you and I. It is gorgeous. For anybody who is going into viewing this video at midday for the first time, what should they expect? 
Um, well, we had an amazing team behind this music video, and I find it difficult to sometimes express my gratitude for the experience that we had, but it's a very empowering video for us. We are wearing hanfu, um, which is Chinese traditional clothing, and we've done heaps of research into the history and understanding of it um, in order to bring that to the table. Um, and I think it's important to keep in mind that the music video is about embracing and empowering ourselves. And it's the story of this dancer who discovers a vinyl recording of their older generation playing the guzheng. And then from that, they experience this almost dreamlike state of exploring their own heritage from this recording and then finding themselves um, and then feeling really just complete after that. So it's all about the personal journey of self-growth and embracing yourself. So gorgeous. I cannot wait for everybody to see it. I'm telling you right now, it is stunning and you are in for an absolute treat. What was your favorite part about creating this music video? Because it is exactly like you said, really dreamy. It's got a dream state feel to it. Well, this is really uh, bizarre, but my favorite part was watching the team at work, especially the drone operator, because we had a drone at the beach shoot, and that was my first time experiencing a drone, and it was <laughs> so bizarre and amazing, and the footage that came out of it was just so, like, David Attenborough kind of landscape vibes, <laughs> and I just thought... <laughs> That was so fascinating. And also just learning about the different jargon in the film industry is just so awesome. Oh my gosh, yeah. I feel like that's one of the craziest things about entering any new industry is learning all the jargon, like from the corporate jargon to the music jargon to the video jargon. <laughs> By the end of the day, your vocab's expanded tenfold. <laughs> 100%. My favorite one was actually, I'm probably going to muck this up, but you say martini when it's the last shot of the day and it's it's bad luck if that's not the last shot so after you've shot that shot and if you decide to do another shot it's bad luck because you've said martini already because everyone's getting ready for it <laughs> wow hey i feel like as creatives that's quite good practice because we can just like chip away at things until the cows come home eh? 100%. oh actually on that we um, on the very end of our day on that beach music video shoot, it started raining really badly. So all of us, including the camera operator with like a blanket over his camera, were like dashing towards the tent to make sure that um, obviously none of our equipment got rained on. And it was such a shame because after we had packed down, the most beautiful sunset landed on the beach. And we were all just stood there having already pulled rap, being like, wow but just having to accept that perfection doesn't exist. <laughs> Some things are just, they're meant to be, you know, they happen for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, congratulations once again on this fantastic release. So excited for the music video to come out at midday. People, keep an eye on Ursha Island because this duo, they're going to take over the world. Thank you so much <laughs> for your time this morning and I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for having me. They say you can drink from the lake, you can bathe in its honey. They say grass is green, flowers bloom, it's always sunny. Salt in the air, crystal clear sea, stars in the sky.
That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.